So you listened to our advice and decided to batch out a whole bunch of podcast episodes. Great. Only problem is now, after you've recorded all those scripts, your voice is a little bit hoarse. Stop! Don't say another word. We're going to give you some hints and tips on how you can protect your voice. I'm Louise Poole. And I'm Andy Leroy, and we're elevating you as an expert in your field. Elevating. Elevating. Elevating experts. You've got such a beautiful voice for podcasts, Andy. Oh, thanks, Louise. Or at least you did until you went and strained it. (coughs) And it's not just on podcasts. Sometimes I find when we talk on Zoom all day, I do get a little bit hoarse. That's because you're not looking after yourself, Andy. Mm. I know we're all about self-care here, especially when it comes to one of our greatest assets as podcasters, our voice. Why do I get the sense there's a lesson from Dr. Poole coming? (laughs) Well, what is the point of having a fake qualification if I can't use it? (laughs) Do you know how vocal sound is made? Educate me, Dr. Poole. It's created by activating your vocal folds, which are also known as the vocal cords. But they're not really cords, they're folds of mucous membrane. Mm. Now, the folds work when you exhale air by coming together and vibrating thousands of times to produce sound. So, like a cricket's legs. How's that? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) It's also like that uh, dildo sponsorship that (laughs) (laughs) that we were offered. (laughs) You can't take vibrators to the bank, Andy. Vibrators don't pay the mortgage. Don't I know it. So when you breathe properly, these folds come together to produce a warm, pleasant voice. But poor breathing or not treating those vocal cords with care can result in a strained voice or one that's painful when you're trying to speak. Is that why you keep trying to encourage me to drink cups of tea? We'll get to that. Plus, it's full of antioxidants and Dr. Poole approved. Mm. Do you know about diaphragmatic breathing? Yeah, that's when you allow your belly to extend out every time you inhale. It's the body's natural way of breathing. But sometimes we breathe by moving our chest instead, especially when we're feeling anxious or nervous. The easiest way to practice diaphragmatic breathing is by placing one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest and then inhale through your nose for two seconds. Feel the air move into your abdomen and feel your stomach move out and then... Breathe out and push the belly. (laughs) Are you teaching us how to meditate or protect our voice there, Dr. (laughs) Poole? I mean, why not both? If you're a bit more zen, you're less likely to yell and strain your voice. Besides, telling someone you're disappointed in them is much more of an effective motivator than yelling. (laughs) Um, An unexpected tip for today's (laughs) show, I guess. No, try not to raise your voice or yell and scream. And particularly, don't scream sing every song at a Maroon 5 concert and expect to be able to talk properly for the next week. What about the tea? Oh, yes, tea. So you want to keep those vocal folds hydrated because if your mucous membrane gets dry, your voice gets raspy. Doesn't the science tell us to drink water? Yeah, but my personal experience tells me a warm chamomile soothes the spot better. And breathing in the steam helps unblock the nasal cavities. What about coffee? That dehydrates you. Yes, but you're never going to take that coffee away from me, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I need it to survive. I have a rule that for every coffee I have, I have twice as much water to balance the dehydrating effects. And this is why you leave the studio for bathroom breaks every 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So sugary soft drinks would do the same because they're also dehydrating. Yeah, but we're not the fun police. It's about (laughs) getting to know your own body and working out what's effective for you. I am never going to give up my soy lattes with honey, Andy. On the other hand, I don't have dairy if I'm about to record because that does cause a lot of phlegm. If I drink anything really chilled, it causes a similar sensation. Like my throat is a bit 
tighter, it's harder to speak. Room temperature, water always. I think that listening to the signs our body gives us is important. Sometimes when I've done a lot of talking, I feel like my voice needs a rest. And it's important not to push it. It's just like every other muscle. The easiest way to damage it is by pushing on when you should stop. Remember that Maroon 5 concert from before? When you busted out your moves like Jagger. I scream sung that night and the next morning my voice was in terrible shape. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't listen to my body and then instead of resting, I took numbing throat lozenges to mask the pain and dryness. Then the next day I did a breakfast radio show that involved a lot of talking and my voice got even worse. And because I'm stubborn, the lozenges masked how much damage I was really doing. And then I also did the rest of the week's worth of shows and ended up completely losing my voice for three weeks. Oh, did you ever scream sing again, Dr. Poole? I save it for Taylor Swift only now, Andy. Uh, okay, so I've got a blank space to write down these recap points to put in today's show <laughs> notes. What were they? Never yell. Disappointment doesn't need a strained voice. Listen to how your body responds to different products. And let your body recover instead of masking its pain. And next time on Elevating Experts, we'll have a chat about generating word of mouth. Elevating Experts with Welcome Change Media, giving you the insights that elevate you as an expert in your field. Check our show notes and website for more information on today's topic. Hit subscribe and share with your friends and colleagues so we can all rise together. For a tailored solution to help with your branding goals, contact us today via welcomechangemedia.com.au. Elevating Experts is a Welcome Change Media production.